Yeah, this morning is uh, quiet. We're quite pleased to have a, a quiet night. Uh, there was actually some, some, what they call it here, happy shooting uh, yesterday evening in a celebration of the ceasefire, burying quite uh, a lot of people once again. But I can confirm this morning it's pretty quiet. And uh, we have not been able to move around town yet, but we hear that some uh, civilian movement is picking up slowly in town. Jörg, what's your observation of the current situation, given that uh, President Silva Kier has declared a unilateral ceasefire and a cessation of hostilities? What does that mean? If his troops are disengaging, would, do you think the other side would also adhere to that? For me, as a humanitarian, it's a bit difficult to, to pronounce myself on that. My perspective is a humanitarian, and uh, I look back over the last three days, and there things have dramatically uh, gone wrong here in, in Juba town, with, uh, with hundreds of people injured and killed, with thousands of people displaced. They had to flee their homes, had to run away, uh, seeking shelter, seeking safety. They're hiding out in church compounds, in, um, in the places they consider safe. Uh, so the humanitarian situation is, is quite dramatic. And, and any sign now politically to, to uh, calm things is, mo- is uh, welcome and uh, direly needed so people can get back and uh, have access to basic uh, services and cover their needs there in, in big numbers. Mm. And I take that you say, you know, you are there um, on humanitarian basis, but... There are so many versions, different versions from different sources of what is actually happening in Juba, in South Sudan. Do you think you have a clear picture of what is actually going on? Uh, no, I can confirm that and say, no, we don't have a clear picture. No? Uh, we have already, quite practically and physically, we have not been able to move uh, out of our compound or very limited, I must say, over the last three days. There was a military presence throughout town, and especially internationals, they were not able to move. We were, uh, could do a few uh, outings uh, on Saturday where we could uh, supply uh, two hospitals with uh, medical supplies, but very uh, punctual support there. And we could start uh, assisting some of the displaced yesterday uh, and again uh, supplying some hospitals. But it's a, very, it's a drop in the ocean of needs that are much bigger and that we only start to discover now, hopefully, that things open up a bit and uh, we can start working. And what about the humanitarian situation that you are responding to as a result of these latest events? The same thing a bit. We, we have a very worrisome reports about what I mentioned before. The numbers are not clear, but we feel they are very high. Uh, and we hear also from our staff, from our employees, from their families, that a lot of people are on the run. Uh, they have left their homes and they're now struggling to, to have access to, to basics. We also know there's a lot of uh, needs on the medical side, people injured, people needing attention there, and little has happened the last three, four days, and we are hoping to get onto that now uh, as a matter of urgency, and we appeal for the, for the leaders and for the people taking positions to give us access and allow this work to happen and facilitate these uh, humanitarian movements.